Would you pray with me? Oh dear God, we thank you for the words that you prepared through my mouth. Lord, I pray that you would guide my lips and tongues and also pray that you would speak to every single person in this room exactly what they need to hear from you. I ask that all of us would leave one step closer to you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Happy Mother's Day. How many of you as moms got breakfast or flowers this morning? Huh? Yeah, good. Or how many of you will get a nice lunch or dinner afterwards to service? Very good, very good. Someone says Mother's Day is the only day that mommies can get a day off. But in reality, moms never stop working, even on her birthday and even on Mother's Day. Uh, and then later, after service, you're going to receive the, the, uh, the, uh, the rose made with a chocolate. So personally, I want to say thank you. I want to thank you to Christine and Margaret, who's, who are also mothers and who made those beautiful chocolates for all women yeah, who attended our worship service today. In the U.S., we celebrate Mother's Day by sending cards or flowers or taking them out to the nice restaurant to honor her and her hard work. And if your mom has passed, we commemorate her. But did you know that Mother's Day was not originally meant to be like this? The first celebration of mothers and the motherhood can be traced back to the Greeks and the Romans. But there was also the early Christian festival known as Mothering Sunday, when the faithful people would return to their mother church for a special service. Over time, the Mothering Sunday tradition shifted into a more secular holiday, and the children would present their mothers with flowers and other tokens of appreciation. The origin of Mother's Day, as, a cel as celebrated in the U.S., dated back to the 19th century. In the year before the Civil War, Mother's Day Work Club were formed to teach local women how to care for their children. Later, in 1868, Mother's Friendship Day was organized during which mothers uh, gathered with a former union and Confederate soldiers to promote reconciliation. In 1870, the Mother's Day proclamation was written as a call to action to ask mothers to unite in promoting world peace. In 1968, Corta Scott King, the wife of Martin Luther King Jr., used Mother's Day to host a march in support of underprivileged women and the children. In 1970, women's groups 
used Mother's Day as a time to highlight the need for equal rights and access to child care. As I read the history of Mother's Day, I was reminded that Mother's Day was really a date to honor the power and the compassion of women. It was a date to name the imbalances of the world and to put into actions plans to address that. It was a date to listen to women of the world as they call for peace and community responsibility to care for everybody's children. So with this lens on history, on the history of Mother's Day, I want you to read the story of Tabitha as a representative of all women who powerfully have worked within the church and for the communities to make a transformation of the world. Who is Tabitha? Actually, the story of Tabitha is one of the lectionary readings for today, with, uh, which is Mother's Day. Some of you may not be familiar with uh, this name, Tabitha, because her name appears only once here throughout the Bible. And most likely, her name is buried by the big name, the Apostle Peter. But her legacy is still worthy to be remembered. Tabitha, called the cars in Greek, was known for her good works and acts of charity. The scripture says she was a devoted servant to God, a mother to all the saints in the church. She was a generous person who sold for others and gave to the needy. She was, able, she was also called a disciple of Jesus. As you know, the Bible was written by a man and with patriarchal perspective. So in a sense, we hardly hear the names and the description of women in the Bible. So when a woman is named and described, it is usually meant that she or her story is significant. In the description of Tabitha, we see the only use of the Greek feminine word for disciple in the New Testament. This gives us an indication that she was the most faithful woman and that she was significant for the early church and for her community. But still, the scripture does not give us the detail on who she was. Because of this fact, we, find, we can find some various interpretations on her. Some scholars assume that Tavitha was, a, was an independently wealthy woman. Others note that Tavitha was a common name for enslaved women at the time and suggest that 
she was enslaved or a freed woman. Some say that Tavitha may have been a widow supporting herself by making clothing. From these diverse assumptions, it can be said that Tavitha represents all women and that she shows what a dedicated woman can be. One who has faith in the Lord and one who has done good things for his kingdom and for their community for transformation of the world. When Tabitha died, the scripture says, members of her community gathered together and they cared for her body. Since she was a valued part of her community, others in her company were sent for Peter, the head of the church, and to ask him to come over after her death. When Peter came, a miracle happened. Peter brought her back to life and she experienced the resurrection. The good news about what God had done with Tabitha spread through the risen and many believed in the Lord. The story of Tabitha takes us back to what I see as a real purpose of Mothering Sunday and also of Mother's Day to honor all women who have made their efforts to contribute efforts and or contributed whatever they had to bring justice and peace on earth. What Tavita had done for her church and her community shows us the awesome shows us the awesome power of life in Christ. And you may wonder why I am talking about this lady, Tavita. When I reflected on Tavita, actually I was thinking of you, my sisters in Christ. Without you all, there would be no church. There would be no community. No mission and ministry would happen here at Hillsdale United Methodist Church. It is easy for women to sell themselves short. Women have a way of discounting what they do. But look around the church. There is nothing that you did not touch or involve yourselves in. This church exists because of you all and because of what you do. You might say that I help where I can and, and I do what I can do, that I do not expect the little things that I do will really make a difference. But let me tell you, your presence and your time and gifts that you shared with us and even the small things that you do for your church, that makes a difference 
for this church and for our community and also for this world. This, come, uh, this Thursday, I, I, just, I spent a little bit of time with the uh, prayer show ministry. The lady together together, and then they spent one or two hours, and then they knit together. Actually, two of you, the Elizabeth, John Carlo King, we put the, uh, the shawl that the lady made for you in your bag. And also, those shawl also sent out to all the children and all hope all the, those who are sick for their comforts. And our, the beautiful ladies who are sitting here who belong to UMW, you guys do a wonderful mission job. And look at our altar. This also was decorated by some of women who commit, uh, who serving in a worship committee. And also our coffee hour was run by women. I hope men's Stand up and then doing the coffee hour for women. <laughs> and our beautiful lady also serving a choir. Everything that you do, they make a difference. And the what you do is for kingdom of God and bring his kingdom on earth. So I ask our Lord to pour out his special blessings on you as we support our sisters in Christ this special day and I ask God to continue to use you as his instruments to bring his peace and the compassion to the world and to make a difference in the world. Amen. Amen.